Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Kathy Gibbons here, and I'm so glad you're back for another episode to help you learn how to think well. I wanted to start with a review that one of you left for the show. Thank you so much, by the way. Amy Ree 75 said, I love this podcast. My children and I are learning so much about critical thinking, which is a critical need in this day and age. Amy, I could not agree with you more. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and I love... I love, love, love that you are listening with your kids too. That totally makes my day. I have a heart for the next generation that they can learn these principles and be imp- impervious to foolishness. That is that is my whole goal. I also want to thank our sponsors, Classical Conversations, for their commitment to helping the next generation learn how to think. In fact, that's one of the major reasons why my husband and I decided to homeschool our daughter with their program because they teach kids how to think by giving them tools to use for good thinking. And at some point, I am going to do some episodes about the tools of good thinking. So be watching for that coming up. Uh, But if you'd like to learn more, Classical Conversations is offering you two free eBooks. Just go to classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, G-I-B-B-E-N-S, and fill out the form. Um, Not only will you get more info on their program, but you'll also get these two free eBooks that will dive into more about this whole concept of teaching our kids how to think, homeschooling, all that good stuff. Um, I think you'll really like it. Okay, today is the third and the last part of a short series that I have been doing on three fallacies that are really close in similarity. Episode 66 was on the pathetic fallacy. Episode 67 was on personification. And today we're talking about a fallacy called reification. Reification is when an abstract belief or idea is treated as though it's a real, concrete, sometimes even living thing or event. It is also called the fallacy of misplaced concreteness. Okay, so here's an example of reification. Open your heart to love and love will find you. Okay, really? Is love out there looking for you? Is love some little Cupid-like creature scouring the face of the earth for someone to shoot his heart-shaped arrows at, (laughs) right? Of course not, right? Love is an abstract concept. Uh, Maybe it's a choice. It's an emotion. It's a commitment. It's a lot of things, but it's not something that is out there looking for you. That's reification. Or how about this one? The evidence speaks for itself. Okay, really? Evidence is simply a group of facts used to make a case. It cannot speak, right? Researchers have to study the evidence, and then they're the ones who speak and share their ideas, their thoughts, their opinions, interpretations of the evidence. So evidence is just merely proof. Sometimes it can be, you know, a lot of times it's going to be maybe written proof or something like that, but it's more of a concept that in this instance, they're saying it's speaking. It's given this human characteristic of being able to speak when it cannot. Okay, here's another example. Crime is eating away at the consumer confidence in our downtown area. Really? Crime is eating? Right? Obviously, it's not eating anything. Now, in a lot of instances like this one, reification is a literary device. It's used to make an idea or a concept that's abstract seem more understandable or relatable. And it's usually a harmless way to help people understand abstract ideas. As with the pathetic fallacy and with personification, 
uh, when people, the problem comes when people use reification as part of an argument and they communicate the abstract idea as though it was coming from a person or an authority. Okay, for instance, someone who's arguing for evolution, evolution might say this, nature has designed some incredible creatures. Okay, nature is kind of an abstract concept that can't design things. So this really doesn't offer an explanation for the existence of thousands of incredible creatures that we see in nature. Now, I'm a Christian, right? So obviously that's how I view the world. That is my cognitive bias, which we are going to be talking about in season two. Don't worry, that's coming up. But as a Christian, I believe that God created the world, and I believe that God is not an abstract concept, so the creation of these incredible creatures can be attributed to him rather than to, quote-unquote, nature, which, again, is kind of an abstract concept. Okay, here's one more example. Um, this one might get me in a little bit of hot water here, but I'm going to say it anyways because <laughs> I saw this, and it's true. Um, here's one more example we've seen a lot of in the last few years in regards to um, the new COVID vaccines and boosters. Oh, yes, I just went there. Uh, you've heard this a lot. I've heard this. <laughs> the science says, or the science has spoken, right? Okay, did the science really speak? No, it didn't. It was scientists. It was people, scientists and doctors interpreting data a certain way and then conveying a certain message to the public. Reification is used in situations like this to convince or maybe manipulate people to do a certain thing by making them believe that science, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see, that science is the one giving the message rather than it being an interpretation from people. In reality, as we've already seen, the message has already started to change, at least in regards to this particular topic. So you have to wonder, did the science really say that or was the messaging coming from somewhere else? Now, don't message me about the vaccine, okay? That is not the point here. If you love it, fine. If you hate it, fine. If you took it, fine. If you didn't take it, fine. Whatever. That is not the point. The point is that the reification fallacy was repeatedly used in the messaging around it. That's all I'm trying to say. So the question to ask yourself when you're facing or think you're facing reification is very similar to um, personification. Here's the question. Is the action really coming from that concept or is there someone else behind it? Is the action really coming from that concept or is there someone else behind it? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.